This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to WTS Waikato, Season 2. It's a radio show and podcast about the goings-on in our region under the new normal. I'm producer Gary Farrow. Gemma Rose is a trauma recovery coach and breathwork practitioner in Kirikiriroa, Hamilton. When you hear the term breathwork, you may think of simply inhaling and exhaling to relax, but it's a lot more than that. Gemma joined WTS in the studio to give us a deeper insight into the holistic practice. My name is Gemma. I'm a mother to a three-year-old toddler, Malachi, the love of my life. And I'm a trauma recovery coach and in training to be a breathwork facilitator. Um, I host the Take Your Meds podcast and run an online group program called No New Things. How did you first get involved with breathwork in relation to uh, trauma recovery? Yeah, it's really interesting. I had done so much mindset work and so much therapy with my own lived experience of bipolar and schizophrenia and really wanting to see how I could, I guess, push the limits on what those labels were going to mean for me in my life. And so I've kind of had this insatiable curiosity for how you get to live beyond your labels, really. And as I started to do more mindset work, I kind of reached this limit with it where it didn't matter how much reframing I did or how much linguistic shifts I made. um, It wasn't helping me really process emotions. And I was still feeling like really reactive in life and like triggered often. And a lot of pain and hurt from the past, like coming up over and over again. And I'm like, I've done so much head work like why is this not changing and it wasn't until I started to really drop into the body and learn how to safely express and process emotions and really understand that I had been spiritually starved that um, I found breath work and breath work was a direct experience internally with my inner worlds. I don't know how else to describe it. It's such a unique experience for everyone. Um, But in practicing more and more breath work, what I have noticed is that my mind and body are more connected. I have access to my spiritual self and I can ground and regulate my emotions. So I have this kind of expanded ability to tolerate the curly whirlies of life. Which is something we all can do with, I think, that skill, (laughs) that ability. Right? Yeah. Because, like, 
there's been a lot of crazy shit go on these last couple of years. Even if you haven't had any difficult life experiences as such, um, the last couple of years have really put everyone through the ringer. So um, I'm really excited to, I guess, normalize breath work as something that can support us to have good mental health, um, as well as, uh, I guess, normalize the importance of us connecting to our spiritual selves and that's not something you need to go to a guru for it's something you can actually access through your own breath what would you say breath work is it's not simply inhaling and exhaling there's a lot more technicality to it isn't there yeah it's quite intentional there is an art and a science to it we um, most people might just be familiar with like connected conscious breathing you know just noticing your breath moving in and out of your body or perhaps even doing something like box breathing which is like an in for four hold for four out for four hold for four this style of breath work that i'm training in helps you um, access altered states of consciousness so it literally shifts your brainwave state and then helps you connect into the body and our mind-body system is so intelligent. If we can let go of conscious control, our body knows exactly how to process any stressful experiences that have happened to us and to release emotion from the past. And so, um, yeah, this particular style of breath work is quite intentional in connecting the mind-body system through shifting those brain waves. And then allowing the body to do what it needs to do, which might be to shake or to move or to release or whatever it needs to do. Much like you would see, you know how a bird like flies into the window and then it drops immediately and like shakes it out. We aren't taught what to do when we hit the glass in life. And so breath work gives you the ability to come into your body and just shake it out <laughs> <laughs> so it's like self-regulation i mean it's relating to your uh your nervous system which is at the root of everything that you feel physically and emotionally yes you have got it gary you have absolutely got it yeah so what we're doing is um really tapping into supporting our bodies to come into a place of rest and digest. So shifting into the parasympathetic nervous system, our vagus nerve connects to everything within our body. And so because of the busyness of life, like we're just not taught how to come out of stress and into a place of rest. And so um, for a lot of us, we live our lives in a stress response, which might look like flight, fight, freeze, or fawn. Um, or we're often triggered by um, the nuances of life, just like life life happening, right? And so what do you do about it? What do you do about it? But we, you know, haven't necessarily been taught this vagus nerve. We haven't been taught about the parasympathetic nervous system. We haven't been taught how to support our bodies to move through stressful and busy lives. And so, yeah, breath works the doorway in. The vagus nerve is something that's physically in our bodies, isn't it? What I know is that there is a nerve that runs down from the top of your um, neck down through to the base of your spine. And it is where all of your nerves come together from your brain, from all your different body parts. And it's really important that we look at how we tone that nerve. Because if we don't tone that nerve 
um, essentially what we'll see physically is our bodies moving into these stress responses. It's like it's too much too soon. And so um, what is so important in really understanding how to connect with this nerve in the body is really like noticing what is your body like in stress? Like what happens? Do you like to lean on um, getting a little bit fighty and like aggressive or abusive or, um, you know, you get really agitated and blow up or do you like to leave? Are you just like, it's too much, I'm done, I'm out of here? Or do you find yourself frozen and kind of disconnected and disassociated? Or perhaps you fall into a place of just making, wanting to make everything else better through pleasing people and um, overextending yourself to make environments or people outside of you happy. We can enter into one of those or a few of those depending on the different situations in life but that's the feedback that our our vagus nerve needs some toning needs some love a lot of our childhood experiences shape how much we can um, hold in the vagus nerve so if as children we had safe hands and secure base our emotions were validated, our experiences were validated, we had somebody that was with us in periods of stress and overwhelm, somebody that was able to consistently meet our needs, not just physically, but also emotionally, spiritually, and in all the different ways, what we will find is a really, um, what we call a wide window of tolerance in the vagus nerve, so that those people actually can kind of navigate life with quite a lot of grounding and strength and resilience like it doesn't send them totally offline and you know what for those people that is beautiful but there is like um i think we're looking at about 40 percent of the population that sits with a attachment style which is what what this is all about um an insecure attachment style so they may be anxious they may be avoidant or they may be a mix of both and so um you know, really getting the awareness of your own childhood experiences and saying, like, did I have safe uh, safe hands and a secure base growing up? And what's my relationship like with my emotions and my body? Do I feel safe in my body? Do I feel safe to express emotions? Can I communicate my needs? Uh, do I have boundaries? Like, those are really good cues to help you understand if you have that wide window of tolerance or if you have a smaller one and therefore your responsibility in the present moment if you want to have a fulfilling life if you want fulfilling relationships is to go to work on how you can really look at expanding that window of tolerance so you can kind of like also experience like the joy of life you know and the beauty and the wonder rather than this default setting of everything being hard painful difficult and just not being able to shimmy through those curly whirlies of life does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we all can relate to that. Breath work allows you to become more more centered and as you described it before, drop into yourself. Is that right? Yeah, that's it. So what we're doing with breath work is reconnecting ourselves to the present moment and the authenticity of who we really are. So a lot of what happens in the present moment, if we're not aware, is emotional patterns of the past seeking completion in the present. So it'll be like, you know, 
you open the fridge and there's no milk and it just absolutely sets you off. And from a zoomed out perspective, it's like, it's just milk. Like I'll just go down the road and get some more. But from an emotional perspective, it might be the story that um, I always have to show up for. I always have to, um, I always have to think ahead or there's nobody here that ever looks after me or I don't know. It'll trigger some story from the past and then the emotional explosion will come. And what we can do with breath work is really see how we can come back into a place of present moment awareness of the milk has run out. That is okay. I can go and get another one. And then the authenticity of who we really are is actually we're calm, we're connected, we're creative, we're compassionate, we're confident, we're courageous, we're playful, we're persistent. Like those are the attributes of who we really are. And so when when we practice breath work regularly, it helps us connect back to the authenticity of who we are in the present moment to actually transform those experiences <laughs> into, oh yeah, the milk's run out and I'll go down the road and grab some rather than no one ever fucking looks after me. I always have to think about everything, you know, all that rah-rah. But I know for me in my own journey, like I've had so much shame around this. I would think like, what the fuck is so wrong with me that I keep living my life like this? Like it's embarrassing. And it wasn't until I realized like, yo, you're just not connected. Mm. (laughs) You have to do the work if you want to live a life that feels like you are aligned and in integrity and someone that feels like a non-anxious presence like you get to do that work for yourself you're not broken there's nothing wrong with you it's just there's some tools that you didn't get to learn and now you can yeah so that's basically catastrophizing about the situation that you're in with the likes of finding there's no milk in the fridge um and look at little trigger points hey mm, yeah and again that ties into trauma because of course uh triggers relate to uh, trauma responses um, so how can people use breath work to start off with basically mm-hmm. to, to to start training their their system to be more resilient and to start toning their vagus nerve oh I love this question Gary um, I think there's something really beautiful about starting quite simply and with an affirmation or like something you can affirm to yourself as you begin to practice this like for me it was i am safe because my default setting since i can remember is i'm not safe and that was robbing me of so much in life and so i started with the affirmation that i am safe and then began um, practicing a short five minute practice and that looks like Breathing in through your nose or in through your mouth fully and deeply down into your diaphragm with air expanding out and your effort is on that inhale and then as it comes out it's more relaxed and um, this short five minute practice looks like doing 10 breaths in that rhythm with a 10 second hold then 20 breaths with a 20 second hold And then 30 breaths with a 30 second hold or as long as it feels comfortable. And then asking yourself a question at the end, what does my inner guidance want me to know? And when I first started practicing this, I was like literally blown away at how peaceful I felt, number one. And then number two, how much guidance was trying to come through. 
And if I just slowed down, I might be able to tap in and feel a deeper sense of safety and security within myself. But Gary, I'd actually love to ask you because you have been practicing breath work and you have been doing the inner work in a really powerful way. What was your journey like starting with breath work? Starting with breath work, I um, at first found it quite jarring. Um, Just that inhaling uh, quickly Mm -hmm. and harshly and uh, and exhaling uh, in a long, relaxed way, that was quite different to any idea I had previously of breath work. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we tend to think of, you know, calmly filling ourselves up with air and then sort of pushing everything out Mm. if we want to relieve ourselves of emotional burden or anything like that. You know, I mean, we all do, we all sigh every day. You go, as if that's going to help. Yes, that's your vagus nerve communicating with you. Right, yeah. (laughs) It's like, dear Lord, please take a breath. Yeah, it's just an instinctive way to just... That's it. um, And... Yeah, that's what we generally associate, I think, with with trying to make ourselves less anxious. Mm-hmm. So it was very interesting for me doing that really quick, sharp breath in. Um, and also the regular timing and the, um, and the repetitive, almost rhythmic nature of it. Yeah. I became very, um, very entranced and it felt like my circulation was working differently to how it would be otherwise. Wow. Yeah, I almost felt like the blood going to my head and but that while you're lying down, you're sort of aware that that isn't a bad thing. Yes, and this is the other thing I love about it. You know, you are fully in control of the experience. You can either turn up the gas and do more breaths or you can turn it down. But at the same time, you're also becoming more aware of your body like you're describing. And then the further that you drop into it, the further you access that inner guidance and you still remain conscious of that. And I think that that's really important, especially if you have experienced trauma or stressful life events. Safety is so key in your healing. And so you get to have your foot on the gas or take it off, which is really cool and really powerful. And I'd love to know, like, what has been the biggest insight for you in doing breath work? What, has there been a particular shift or a particular change that happened or like an aha moment? It made me aware of how unconscious I am of my body a lot of the time. You know, for all the trauma, um, physical and emotional I've been through in life, um, which is not a small amount, my body, I don't have a complete consciousness of it. So when I was doing breath work, my arms sort of went numb and my body got tingly all over and almost itchy. And mm-hmm. I remember I was I was moving around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was keeping with the, with the rhythm of the breathing, but I was moving around because I literally, I had to. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like I had to because I was receiving all of these signals from my body, which I never had before and wouldn't have if I hadn't done the breath work. I love how breath work is like the biggest fuck you to the way that things are meant to be because the way that things are is obviously not working. So we don't need any more of that. We need people who are connected and present 
and alive with the essence of who they really are so that they can come through and be a non-anxious presence. They can come through and see the ways that they can be helpful and of service to make the world a little bit of a better place. Like, yeah, I just love, I love how breathwork can get us back into that place. Cause I know for me, you know, my background, 10 years working in philanthropy and charity, it's like, go, 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 go. The problems are only getting bigger and worse. And yes, there are so many incredible gifts and strengths within community and people are burnt out, overwhelmed, tired, underappreciated, overstretched, giving more than what they have. And it's just kind of like, what is possible from that place versus being in a place of deep love for yourself, connected to how much you have to give, the ability to say no, uh, attuned to your creativity, uh, an ability to show up powerfully for the people around you as an, as like a calm, connected, I hear you, I see you, like what becomes possible from that place? So it's really radically transformed my views on giving and helping and showing up. Um, and I'm really excited to see it kind of normalized a little bit more in uh, the workplace and in families and for people going on their own growth and development journeys to see like, yep, there's absolutely so much science around it. And also, if you feel a resonance or a connection to it and you don't feel like you need to understand all the science, that's beautiful too. Like, you can trust that. Um, but I wondered I wondered if we might be able to do, like, 10 breaths. Yep, that sounds like a good idea. We'd like to see an example of that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Could we do it together? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, for everyone listening, what I want to invite you to do is see if you can find yourself a really comfortable position to sit down. You don't want to be driving and you don't want to be in the middle of doing anything. So just see if you can give yourself 30 seconds, yo, 30 seconds to yourself or yourself. And as you sit down, seeing if you can find your body getting 1% more comfortable, you might want to reorganize your sitting bones or your shoulders or your neck or I don't know, your feet, get them more comfortable. And what we're going to do is we are going to do 10 breaths together. And you get to decide what feels true and right for you. If you want to breathe in through your nose or in through your mouth, just check in and ask your body what would feel good right now. And just trust the first thing that comes. And what we're going to do is we're going to breathe deeply and fully down into our diaphragm. So these breaths aren't going to be like, that's too high. They're going to sound like, see the difference? Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do as well is um, there's just an invitation to close down your eyes and to connect with your internal world. So um, an invitation to do that now. I'm going to close down my eyes and I'm just going to see if I can drop into my body, get a little bit more comfortable where I am. And uh, let's do these 10 breaths together. I'll count us down in three, two, one. Breathing in. And again. Halfway. Final breath. 
breathing all of the air out of your body and just holding here for 10 seconds. I'll count us down. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And you can open your eyes and see how do I feel? What's changed? I feel lighter, I feel more refreshed, I feel like everything has this iridescence around in my vision and that is just from those few breaths. That's incredible because I mean it's longer breath work I've done before um, which has had a similar effect for running for a long period of time but that's just sitting here in my place of work here in the studio and yeah I literally would be able to perform my job better right? after those 10 breaths. Oh yes Gary <laughs> this is it this is it. So it's totally about you know once you've done the work to clear the past and those emotional blocks or those energetic charges from the past then it becomes about unlocking your gifts and your potential and your creativity to be able to live with more flow and more joy and more grace in the things that you really care about. And I loved hearing that you feel like, okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel actually like I've just woken up from a nice sleep or something. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not advertising this, but I'm just speaking that this is genuinely my experience. Yeah. And, um, it's incredible just to think that breath work could play such a beneficial part in people's lives. That's it. Um, yeah, um, I know. I know the term mindfulness is uh, tends to be a bit. It's it's an overused trope, um, somewhat these days. But um, yeah, I really, I really feel more conscious of this very moment now mm. and of this very room that we're in rather than thinking about the tasks I have to come in the next few minutes. I'm I'm right here. Oh yes, Gary. <laughs> that is it. That's the magic, right? Yeah. And the trick becomes can you find those opportunities in your day where your default is to get overwhelmed and in that moment see if you can choose to breathe. So with the milk example, it's like opening the fridge, seeing there's no milk and noticing, okay, shit, I'm about to go into the what the fuck, you know, blah, blah, blah. Instead, in that moment, could you choose to breathe? Because that's where life begins to radically transform. It's like your default setting is to go into these stress responses. The more that you can practice choosing to breathe instead of choosing to go down that other path, the more that you notice those moments become less and less in your life. And there's some real magic in actually creating the space outside of those triggers, outside of what activates you to really go deep on actually what is beneath the surface? Why does this send me offline? Why does this make me feel this way? And do the work to clear the pain of the past so that you can actually find more connection and more presence in the moment of what actually is because it's just milk you know but it's not just milk when your vagus nerve has such a small window of tolerance 
Thank you for listening to this episode of WTS Waikatoa. If you liked what you heard, you can follow the show on Facebook and find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Free FM, the Community Access Media Alliance and New Zealand On Air for making this show happen. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.